Hello, all you balding, balding people. Welcome back to Those Bald Chicks. This episode is a continuation of part two of Rio's story with Nikki and Aaron Ball. We ended off the last episode talking about how important it is to be kind to everyone, especially people who are different from you. This episode, we go over a few more questions that we had for Rio's parents when it came to behavior, advice for approaching people with alopecia, and also advice about having a child with alopecia. As we said in the first and second episode, please take breaks if needed. There will be discussions surrounding suicide and bullying. Your mental health and well-being matter. Our last couple of questions that we have for you too. When it came to Rio's behavior, mood, or personality, did you notice a change? And also, did her peers notice a change at all? When the alopecia started, like when we first noticed it, no change. But that's when, you know, we were home and then it was summertime. And sometimes there were times in the summer where I would be getting ready to leave and I'd be like, Rio, do you want a hat? Like, do you want not to cover her up by any means? But it was more of a like, I don't know if I have enough bail money if someone looks at you sideways. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> it was, you know, honestly. And yeah. which the one awful guy at the gas station, the worst the gas station closest, he, he kind of looked at her funny. I can't even remember what he said, but that was the only time anything bad ever happened. Yeah. But it was always good things. People always were so nice to her. But she'd always be like, no, I'm fine. Okay, just as long as right. everyone's nice to you. It wasn't until school started. But even then, it wasn't. To me, it seemed pretty normal, like normal teenage, like just wanting to be in my room, which she was always a very, I'm going to go, even when she was little, like we go play with Barbies for hours in a room. I was the same way. Like absolutely. her sister to this day, we'll go make sculptures with clay for hours, you know, like, so it wasn't out of the norm for her to just like kind of shy away from everybody. But I really, truly did feel like it was just that normal teenage angst, sort of, and middle school. And we knew that she was struggling at school. She masked it way too well, though. That's the scary. That's the scary part. That's one of the things we really wanted to ask because there's tons of moms and parents out there with kids with alopecia. Mm -hmm. We had our mom series on and, you know, some of the kids have experienced a little bit of bullying. Not a lot of them because a lot of them were a little younger. I don't think we had a mom on that has a kid in middle school, though. So that's why we think it's so important to ask those questions because it's like, what should a mom look for? What should a dad look for? Is there anything that could be different? But it's so tough, like you said, because it's that teenage, just in middle school, feeling her way through all the emotions that come when you're a preteen. And Mm -hmm. it's just such a blur, you know? The one thing I can say that I did not do that so wish we would have done was get her involved with the alopecia community because she wasn't on social media. Like she didn't have a phone. She didn't, you know, she had her school tablet. She did not have anything like that, but I would have given it to her for, again, it just, it didn't, I'm new to this. I'm a, we didn't know, like we didn't know how We didn't realize how incredible that group. You like can... you guys are awesome. <laughs> like it's, it's... I can't. well like honestly Mm. i didn't have that group either and it wasn't 20 years later that i found said group so you know it's not it's not on you to have Mm -hmm. found that right and that's why we are spouting from the rooftops why we have this podcast why we're pushing it like i'm even in work spouting this to 180 people that don't have alopecia yeah (laughs) right and i'm like i have alopecia you know find somebody (laughs) who doesn't tell them about me 
you know? Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. It took me 10 years to find because I didn't want to look it up. I was scared to look it up. I was scared to meet people that possibly had it. I also thought I was weirdly the only person that had it in the world because that was my <laughs> own brain. I, I was like, I'm such a rare case. <laughs> it's only happening to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like you don't think to look it up. You don't think to look for more people that have it because you're in your own world where you're like, if I do that, then it's really real. And I think that you shouldn't hold that burden because she didn't find it for 20 years. Like I didn't find it for 10 plus years. So we understand finding out about it, obviously, later than sooner. But don't hold that burden because it took us forever to find it. That's the hard part, too, is because we've seen how good it is. And like you can't help but feel like, man, if Rio had these people with her then but coulda shoulda would've gotta stay away from you know absolutely I've talked to a couple people who have come to me I had one friend like hey I have a friend who thinks their child has alopecia can I have them message you absolutely and that's happened like I want to say twice but I've told them both like find them because they're going to be your strongest ally and so that's I guess that's what I would tell people like even if it's not someone directly correlated to you but someone you know is taught like hey find the alopecia community because yeah they're amazing like they're gonna help what is so powerful too and i meant to mention this is when my mom and i traveled to elkhart we both could not stop talking about the amount of support that there was when we showed up the amount of cars that were there we looked at each other and we were like this is incredible this is amazing that that many people went and wanted to hear all about her and wanted to hear the stories all the kids that came up the teacher that came up everybody that spoke and was just talking about how powerful of a person she was how loving she was I have never, I talked to Kristen about this to this day, I have never been in a room full of so many people that was there for you guys and for Rio and truly took it in. You could tell everyone was so present in that moment and soaking it all in and learning from it. And the amount of people that came together was, I don't even know how to react to it because I've never experienced something like that. So when you guys talk about your community coming together and being like yeah we're here to help let's do it i Mm -hmm. saw that in one day so in one day of me seeing that i can just tell you that i know for the future you guys have so much support and whether that's like online in person different states wherever it is people are going to support you because she literally has changed the world even in the hair loss community, she has changed everything. She has changed how we advocate, how we spread awareness. Kristen is talking to everybody and their cousins mm-hmm. about her <laughs> alopecia. Like, literally, she has completely changed the world in such a short amount of time. So I wanted to say that because it has been incredible seeing all of you rally and just put it all out on the line and do everything you can for kids people with differences because you're not just helping the kids you're helping the adults you're helping us with our own insecurities with our own stuff and that means that means the world to us and we just really wanted to tell you that because we talk about you guys and rio constantly 
constantly. I talk about Rio to my husband all the time. Her picture is <laughs> on my on my fridge. Like literally, she is changing the world. She truly is, and I wanted you guys to know that because like we we didn't know Rio, and like we do, like we yeah. feel like you know she was Good. a part of us. And she still is. We feel like we have known her for so long because you guys have made it that way. Because you guys have shown us how beautiful of a person she was. And she's just going to keep shining forever because you guys are changing so many things. And we just we just want to say thank you because you're helping us too. No, we're great. Thanks, guys. And we're, we're I know. Great. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I know I've been like bite, like pinching. I've been looking at Kristen like she's trying her hardest. Yeah, <laughs> and we're grateful. Like because the reality of it is, is it takes all of us. Like it's gonna yeah. take every single last one of us. And for Rio's legacy, and for all other kids, adults, parents struggling with whatever it is, because there's there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that causes that kind of. Yeah. Where they don't know how to react, you know, like even to your point of saying, you know, like you didn't want to talk to your mom because school is everything, you know, yeah. like, because in that moment, it is. I mean, it's it been is. some years. Right. It's been some years, like when I went to the little red schoolhouse grades, <laughs> kindergarten through 12. But even then, like, yeah. Little help from the prairie days. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he walked uphill both ways. Yep. And so, sharing shoes with my brother. Uh, but oh it was gosh. like, uh, that was like, I didn't want to hear from my parents. The school was the be all end all about all things social in my life, yep. but it's with Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and just actual everyday life. Your kids hear you like you're when yeah. you're, yeah. they may not seem like it in that moment, but they do hear you. It's important to just keep having these conversations. And it's important that when we have a voice to use you guys, us, anybody who has a voice to use, it's important that it gets used. Right. Yep. yep. When it comes to school when you're a kid and everything is your school and you can have the best parents, the worst parents, it's all focused on the school. That's where I feel like other avenues need to come into play, like Rio's Rainbow and yep. everything that you have set in place with the mental health aspect of it and having those days and groups and stuff like that. Even communities. Kristen and I have talked about this a million times where we want communities like the hair loss community or people just with differences to go to their local schools talk about mm -hmm. their difference read a book about it like go bald bring wigs make it fun make like an interactive thing for mm -hmm. kids to kind of understand like oh so if i see someone wearing wigs if i see someone that's different have a bald head patches on their head whatever it is i understand it now because this person came to my school and i learned about this when i was little forming mm -hmm. the little kids minds it takes seconds because yeah. then they are used to it now because somebody came to their school, taught them about it, and then they'll just keep going on in life with that. It's crazy that you bring that up because between the Reels Rainbow and the parent coalition that we have formed here, so a lot of things that come up in the schools is like funding or like curriculum change has to come from the state or whatever. So we have voiced our opinion several times that we would like exactly what you're saying. Like yeah. you don't have to start a different curriculum or a different class, add it to a science class, add it to a health class, yeah. add it to a physical education class. Yeah. You know, like just a little 15 minute snippet here or 20 minute here or like Absolutely. once a week for 10 they minutes or whatever. School assemblies. Why that, can't we add it there? Ex exactly, exactly. They can. But to see a lot of things with these school assemblies now is the people they want to bring in want to be paid speakers. Like, so they want to be paid for their time, which they're 
some of them in some cases their time is valuable like they know what they're talking about it is impactful Um, but that that does put a restraint on on the school sometimes as to what they can or cannot do you know so all volunteer um, paid I was about to say what about those volunteers because I'll volunteer (laughs) oh yeah the children's alopecia aware project or whatever they have reached out to us recently and and have been interested in getting into schools and stuff like that so there you go so like all options are on the table, like reach out to us. And yeah. uh, if we can make it happen, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. So you got it. Absolutely. I am so impressed by both of you and your whole community and your whole organization. I, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> me and Krista too, we're in di- we're different states or different countries. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we love you guys and we're here to help. Like reach out to us. We're mm-hmm. here. We want to help as much as we can because this is the whole point of why we started this podcast. It's the whole point. It's, we never want anybody to feel alone. We want to be there for anybody. We even tell people, you know, talking about your hair loss publicly is hard. Even reaching out to strangers publicly is hard. Make fake accounts and come talk to us. Like every avenue is open and like we are 100% here to help you guys with whatever you need to. So I'm going to kick it back over to Kristen because we have a couple more questions to close it out. I think we're going to end it off with our favorite question. Yeah, the last two questions for sure. Mm-hmm. So what's one piece of advice you would give somebody with either hair loss or also like a parent of somebody with hair loss? I would definitely say, like what I said earlier, like find that community, mm-hmm. find your people and don't give up. We know how hard it is to understand when we say it gets better when you're in the shit of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's like, how can I see that it gets better when I'm dealing with all of this? Kristen and I talk about all the time about our really bad days, our 20 years for her, 10 years for me, where we were like, how are we supposed to live with hair loss? How are we supposed to do life like this? What are we supposed to do? I don't understand how I'm supposed to do this for the rest of my life. That was 10 years ago being now where I'm like, oh, I have hair loss. It's whatever. Like it absolutely gets better. There is a point in time where you will sit there and say, oh, yeah, okay, it's just hair loss. Like I'm ready to go talk to everyone about it and I'm fine with it now. I accept it. So we we agree with you so much that it gets better and to keep holding on because even though it might be really crappy, you have a whole community. You're not alone. That's, That's it. And promote, yeah, and promote your kids. Like you know, like make them make them feel you know proud of who they are. You know, I remember being like, "Mom, uh, me and so and so broke up. We've been together for three whole weeks." And uh, (laughs) and my mom saying, "Oh, there's more fish in the sea. I don't want to hear that." Yeah, I'm never gonna love again. I'm never gonna love again. Yeah, I know. Right. Like in that moment, it's the most terrible thing on earth. But my mom was right. There was more fish in the sea, and it was not the end. Be supportive of your kids, you know, to what you were saying earlier. It's not about you. Like, so don't force the wigs. Don't force, you know, all the treatments. Like, talk to them. What do they want? Be their safe space. Yeah. And if they're willing to face it head on, then you need to match that energy and you need to face it head on with them. You got it. Couldn't agree with more. What's some advice you'd give kids that don't have alopecia or adults that don't have alopecia? How do they approach kids or adults with alopecia? Like, is there any advice you'd give them? I mean, have honest conversations. Like if you're curious about, it's not any different than anything else. If you're curious as to why rain changes the snow or 
or why, you know, leaves fall off the tree. You know, if, like if you have those kind of curiosities, I would encourage parents to have their kids ask questions, you know, like most folks will openly talk about it. Like, it, yeah. I mean, real would like she yeah. would, she'd tell you what the deal was, you know, like, yeah. especially if you approach it in a respectful and not like, mm-hmm. and you can like, I'm ignorant in this subject. Like I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. Could you educate me? Like that's right. all, that's all it takes. Or yeah. I mean, give it a Goog, like yeah. get on Google and you know, like <laughs> give it a Goog. It's fine. And ask questions. It's it's okay. Like people are, they're going to be more willing to talk about it versus you just stare and try to figure it out. Absolutely. Don't do that. Instead of just staring and giving weird faces and yeah. yeah. We've learned, we've learned like in damn near everything that we're doing right now and everything that we've dealt with that a little bit of transparency goes a long way. Yes. Like, so honest conversations and uh, don't match your fear with hate so yeah. if you're not if you don't understand what's going on your initial reaction doesn't need to be ugliness you know yeah. so ask questions and educate yourselves you know like I, I know it's easier said than done because people are afraid of stuff like that sometimes you know but the reality of it is it's not that scary yeah i yeah <laughs> can't even top that but <laughs> we we honestly just want to say thank you thank you for being no, here thank you guys we we have been talking about talking to you guys for so long and we were like you know what why not make an episode about it so Uh so many people can hear it's awesome yeah yeah we're so thankful for you and everything you're doing we're grateful for everything you do your words and everything you said tonight are gonna move mountains and we just know it so thank you and we can't say thank you enough i feel like i've said thank you a million times but (laughs) but thank you so much for being here and if you guys get the chance uh, i don't know if you've talked to rachel shapiro yet but her daughter sage i think they're on the east coast oh yeah oh yeah sage um, yeah 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 little sage is getting herself quite a following too and their 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 journey is we haven't had a chance to talk to them face to face yet but we're trying to yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's incredible the amount of parents that are really letting their kids just kind of go with it and they're like listen like you want to go rock this and talk to everybody about it and make a platform on it yeah let's do it so i know we love to see that all the time that was a big thing of why we had the mom series because we wanted to hear their perspective on everything and kind of get that whole thing so thank you again um we would love to have you again when you got more stuff going on in the organization because we want to hear all about it it's coming Um, yeah, we're very excited for you, and we're here for you. So Thank if you, you want us to help in every way, we, we absolutely will. So I'm going to kick it off to Kristen again. And I'm going <laughs> to close it out. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need will be in our direct me, which will be available in this episode description. Until next time, guys, bald pack out. Rio's Rainbow's mission is to ensure that all children can attend school without fear free from the threats of physical, mental, and emotional violence. They aim to accomplish this by directing their efforts in the areas of education, legislation, and accountability. You can show your support by following them through the links in this episode description or by clicking the link in our bio. You can join them in their efforts to affect change and protect children so that no family may find themselves in this situation ever again. You can follow Rio's Rainbow on social media and subscribe on their website to follow along as they grow. To sweet Rio, you are on our minds constantly. We continue to fight to normalize alopecians and baldness and to keep spreading awareness far and wide even harder in your honor. To everyone listening, we love you. We are always here for you 
no matter what time or day it is. We are always here. You are not alone and never will be again. Please reach out if you need to talk. You matter. You are more than enough.